Welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooks Herbis, and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all-too-confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, I'm breaking down exactly how to stay full while losing fat. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes, and let's dive in. If you have ever felt hungry on a weight loss journey, then this podcast episode is going to be for you. Uh, The first thing that I want to clear up is that it's actually very normal to experience a little bit of hunger while you're losing fat. And in fact, feeling hungry right before you go to bed is actually a good way to determine if you're actually in a calorie deficit or not. Like I said, if you're going to bed a little bit hungry or you're feeling a little bit hungry throughout the day, you're probably in a deficit. However, this hunger should be pretty manageable. You should not be feeling ravenous all the time. Uh, And if you are, there's some things that we need to take a closer look at. So in the course of this episode, we're going to dive into ways to make sure that you're not feeling starving all the time in a calorie deficit. Because if you're hungry all the time, it's not going to feel very sustainable. You're going to end up binging or overeating at some point, which is not what we want at all. So by the end of this episode, So you should be feeling like you have some good strategies to keep yourself more full while losing fat. The first thing I want you to do, though, is make sure that your calories are high enough. So, you know, eating a really low calorie diet, like 1200 calories a day, isn't going to cut it. And if your calories are too restrictive, you're going to feel really hungry a lot more often. So first thing you should do is make sure that your deficit calories are sustainable. The calorie deficit calculation that I personally like to use, and this one tends to be not restrictive, very sustainable, is taking your goal body weight and multiplying it by 12. Now, don't overthink this goal body weight. Uh, This is not like your end all be all. This can change over time. Uh, It's just meant to be a starting point to help you get going. So for example, if your goal is to be 150 pounds, you would take 150 multiplied by 12. Um, Again, I should actually clarify that this equation is only four pounds. um, So make sure you're converting your weight to pounds. But if you take 150 and multiply that by 12, you're getting 1800 calories a day. So that's a great example of finding your sustainable calorie deficit uh, calories. If you are currently on calories less than what this equation gives you, I would recommend bumping your calories up a bit, make sure that you're doing something a bit more sustainable, and then you're not going to feel as hungry over time. The second most important tip is to make sure that you're eating enough protein. Protein is going to be one of your most satiating macronutrients, and nine times out of 10, when my online coaching clients come to me and tell me that they're feeling hungry throughout the day, it's because their protein is really low and they're just not getting enough in. Uh, So you really wanna make sure that you're eating 0.7 grams to one gram of protein per pound of goal body weight a day. So again, if we're taking that 150 pound example, uh, 150 times 0.7 is 105. So you want to make sure if your goal weight is 150 pounds, you're eating between 105 grams to 150 grams a day. Now, some of you might be thinking that is a lot of protein. I am not going to get myself there. Uh, That's normal. Most people are not getting enough protein in right now, but part of the reason you're feeling so hungry is because you're not getting enough protein in. So 
start working your way up to this new target over time. So let's say you're currently falling at, you know, 70 grams of protein a day. Next week, can you strive for 80 to 90 grams of protein a day? So just think about adding a little bit more each week until you get up to this protein target. This target range right here is really a good amount to one, make sure you're getting adequate protein for all of your goals, like building muscle, um, but also make sure that you're eating enough so that you're feeling satiated throughout the day uh, and you're not ravenous all the time. So a couple just quick tips to get more protein in would be center your meals around protein. So rather than thinking, okay, I'm going to have a casserole for dinner, think I'm going to have grilled chicken with these sides. So really making sure that protein is the star of your meal and you're picking that first and then building the rest of your meal around that. Next tip is going to be eating bigger serving sizes. So this is really the simplest tip is just eating a little bit more than what you're already getting in. So let's say for breakfast every day you have one egg. Moving forward, can you start to have two eggs or maybe one egg and some egg whites? Just eating, you know, let's say uh, at lunch you're having three ounces of chicken. Can you make your norm now four to five ounces of chicken? So just eating slightly bigger portion sizes of what you're already eating. Lastly is going to be to pick high protein snacks. So rather than having your snacks be something like Cheez-Its or pretzels or, you know, something that doesn't have a ton of protein in it, pick things that are protein based. That's going to help you get closer to your protein target. And it's also going to make your snacks more filling. So a couple examples of protein would be chicken, fish, eggs, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, turkey, but there are lots and lots of different protein uh, options out there. And I really just encourage you to find some protein options that work best for you. So the next tip to make sure that you're staying full in a calorie deficit is to eat for volume. You've probably heard me talk about volume foods before or hear other people talk about it. And you might think, what the heck is eating for volume? I don't even know what that means. So a volume food is just typically lower calorie foods that you can eat a lot of for a few amount of calories. Uh, a lot of times these are water-based foods or foods high in fiber. So they're taking up more room in your stomach, really keeping you full, but not necessarily adding a ton of calories to your meals. So this is often what people say, like what people mean when they say they're quote unquote bulking up their meals. So adding more food to the meal without necessarily adding a ton of calories. Uh, easiest way to kind of see this in practice is to look at a real life example. So let's say you have, you could have one cup of pretzels for 150 calories, or you could have five cups of air pop popcorn for 150 calories. Uh, you'd probably want to pick the popcorn because most of the time um, you'll be able to physically eat more food for the same amount of calories. Uh, so popcorn is a high volume food and which sounds more to you, one cup or five cups. Uh, obviously it's the five cups, but you're getting the same amount of calories. So volume foods are going to be those that you can eat a lot more of for the same amount of calories. Uh, a couple more options would be egg whites, oatmeal, most vegetables, especially the big leafy green ones, um, watermelon, but a lot of fruit in general, uh, and potatoes are great volume food. So if you can center your meals around protein and a volume food as well, you're already going to notice that you're going to be a lot more full which brings me to my next point, which is eating meals and not just snacks. 
so many times people are starving and it's because they're just snacking all day instead of sitting down and eating big filling, filling meals. So we've kind of already touched this with the pretzel example as opposed to like a high protein snack, but most of the time the snacks that you're picking aren't super nutrient dense and are going to leave you hungry shortly after you eat them. So instead, I want you to think about sitting down and making sure your meals are all really nutrient balanced plates and you'll feel a lot more full and satisfied. So again, another apples to apples comparison of these more new focus on more nutrient dense filling meals as opposed to just, you know, one off snacks or less nutrient dense foods. So for 350 calories, you could eat about one to two slices of small pizza, or you could have a plate of chicken, rice, and veggies. The latter is going to keep you full for hours. The pizza will keep you full for 30 minutes, maybe one hour. So try to sit down for meals and you really, when you sit down for those meals, you really want to be building a plate around that has a protein on it, a carb, a veggie and fats. So this way you're building a really full nutrient dense plate that's going to keep you full for hours instead of something that might just have quick digesting carbs, which aren't gonna keep you full for a very long time or something that's like a ton of calories, but it's really not that much food at all. So you're not getting much in your stomach. That's a, probably a big reason why you're hungry most of the time is because you're eating food that isn't really nutrient dense. It's foods that's not very satiating and it's food that isn't taking up a lot of room in your stomach. So you're hungry shortly after you eat them. Then you're going to want more snacks. It's probably going to lead you to go over your calories. Um, and you're going to be in this constant cycle of not eating something filling, feel like you need more because what you ate wasn't filling, you're over your calories, and then you're frustrated because you're over your calories. So instead of trying to like eat less, it's really about eating more food, but for less calories. So find those volume foods, find that protein, sit down for full meals, build balanced plates, and you're going to notice that you're able to eat a lot more, but you're actually eating less calories overall. Um, another thing that I want you to do, this is not related to what you're eating. These last two ones are not really related to what you're eating. So we've kind of already touched on, you know, how to build a balanced plate, how to make your snacks more filling, how to make your meals more filling. These are two things that are impacting your hunger levels, um, but aren't necessarily about, you know, the types of things you're eating. The first one is to assess your sleep. So you have two main hunger hormones. Um, one of them decreases your appetite and the other one actually increases your appetite. And when you aren't getting adequate sleep, these hunger hormones are going to be out of whack. Uh, so you're going to have not enough leptin and too much ghrelin, what, both of which will actually cause your appetite to increase, which means you'll feel more hungry throughout the day. This is why you feel particularly snacky after a day of less sleep or, you know, after a night when you've been drinking and your sleep isn't as good. This is why. It's because your hunger hormones are all out of whack and it, when it feels like you're just like cannot get full, this is why. It's because your appetite isn't regular regulated in the same way that it typically is and it's not in your head. You truly do feel more snacky. So this is why it's really important to prioritize sleep when you have weight loss goals because this is going to impact your urge to snack, 
your appetite, and how much harder it feels to stay within your calorie deficit. The last thing is to limit your alcohol intake. Hear me out before you freak out. I'm not saying you can't have alcohol at all. We all know that you can have alcohol, and as long as you're hitting your calorie deficit calories, you will lose weight. But the reality of it is that alcohol has calories, but they're empty calories. So they're not, alcohol does not have, it is the one, like, you can't even call it a food group, but it is the one food group uh, that does not have any macro or micronutrients. Everything else, whether it's Cheez-Its, spinach, chicken breast, ice cream, all of that has macro and micronutrients in it. Of course, they have varying degrees of macro and micronutrients. And like we talked about earlier, the spinach and chicken is going to keep you more full than the ice cream and the Cheez-Its, but they're still at least giving you fuel in some capacity. Alcohol is not giving you anything. Alcohol is the only thing that is truly empty calories. So if a big chunk of your calories for the day are going to alcohol, then of course you're going to be more hungry because you're also not filling up on food. So let's say you know you have a happy hour coming up and you purposefully ate less during the day so that you didn't have to restrict your drinks later on and you would still hit your calories. It would make a ton of sense that you would then be starving by the time you've got some drinks in you you might be so hungry that you say screw it to your goals you end up eating and you end up going way over your calories so instead of always dedicating more calories to alcohol i do want you to take a look at how that's impacting your goals and decide if that's really worth it to you rather than having four or five drinks when you're trying to lose weight could you be just as satisfied with two and allowing the rest of your calories to come from food that's going to keep you a lot more full overall it's going to make you feel a lot more satisfied and ultimately it's going to make your calorie deficit feel a lot easier so i'm not telling you not to drink alcohol you can drink alcohol while you lose weight i just want you to understand how dedicating a lot of your calories to alcohol can impact your weight loss goals and how it can make your calorie deficit feel a little bit more difficult i hope this helped and you are now feeling like you have a better understanding of what you need to adjust in your day-to-day -day in order to stay more full in your calorie deficit. If you have any remaining questions after listening to this podcast, please shoot me a DM. I would absolutely love to chat through it with you. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love to know that too, just so I can keep making more content that really helps you guys and that makes you guys feel more confident in your fitness journey. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here and I'll see you next week. Thank you.